The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1-909. 741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Welcome to the Influencer's Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion, and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, tune in, and enjoy today's episode. All right, welcome to today's episode of The Influencers Edge. We have an interesting guest, Noshin, Noshin Khan. And the reason I say she's interesting is we have a little green room discussion before we go live on the air or before we record. This is not being done live. And I said she has some interesting things in the biography. And I issued her a caveat, a warning, a heads up that if the biography is interesting, I'll dive into that before we go on to the, I don't want to say substance because the whole thing is substantive, but all right, so I'm going to introduce you from your biography. Our guest today is Noshin Khan. And Noshin's biography is really interesting. She began her online journey in 2004 when she lost her corporate job due to health reasons. Now, tell me if this is correct. Your first job online after losing your corporate job was 33 cents an hour. Is that true? yes. Now, okay, we have to talk about this. First and foremost, (laughs) what job pays 33 cents an hour and where? So any online job at that time, they would start at that because offline, like I had this big title. I was a senior loan processor slash office manager, you know, but that was offline, right? And this is the time when, work from home and remote jobs was not really a thing. So if somebody knew me from my resume, they would hire me based off of my offline work, but nobody knew me online. And I did say like, you know, I I hold a master's degree. I have corporate experience. I'm a seasoned senior, you know, mortgage uh, loan processor, all that stuff. Nobody believed me. And then there was no, uh, it wasn't even needed. Nobody could thought that I could do that um, while working from home. So this was just a VA copy paste type job. And it was a professor right right here in the the US. And he, I am utterly grateful to him. I am, I, I kid you not. I mean, I may not have been this grateful at that time I didn't know better, right? But I am utterly grateful to him. So he hired me just to do some research for his- um, Can we pause just a second? Can we hit the pause button? Because this is really interesting. Uh, The whole thing is gonna be interesting, but this is particularly fascinating to me. 
because again, so many of our viewers and subscribers are entrepreneurs, salespeople, influencers, and they go through so many setbacks and they really don't have resiliency in, in to the point where you do. So when someone displays resiliency, being a very curious cat and always wanting to build my own skills, I want to know, first of all, how dropping from your, I, do you mind sharing what you made corporate or just? Yes, uh, $27 uh, per hour plus bonus and commission per month. All right. So I don't do math very well, but 33 cents is to $27 an hour. I can't do the calculations. It's uh, like 80, uh, 80 fold drop in your revenue. You, you lost. So first of all, what was your, I don't we'll get to how you are grateful, you were grateful for it, but how did you even get to not being, were you freaked out at first and even depressed and thinking I'm going to put my head in the oven or? So I'll be honest, I just uh, took it as um, a foot in the door and in the online world thing. And when I, when I just needed somebody to trust me with, you know, their work that I can do this. And nobody was trusting me because like I said, online world or online thing was not a thing like online work was not a thing. And then uh, when he offered me, I did not even look at the pay. And I, it was, it was, it was the very first job online. So I was clueless about everything, how I'm going to get paid, how much work I'm going to do, nothing. I was just happy that somebody said yes to me. Somebody said, yes, I'll try you. Okay. That's it. Here's what I want to, I'm going to drill down here a little bit more. Because most people who lose it, did you enjoy your corporate job? Was it okay? Did, you, did it bring you satisfaction as well as revenue? I enjoyed it until the very last month or two right. when due to my health. So, but right. I loved so it. When yes. you, when you, uh, and then I'm going to get off this because maybe I'm hammering it too hard. Where did you get the resiliency to pick yourself up, not just pick yourself up, but to be grateful for the opportunity, because that's not normal. I'm not saying it's bad, not normal. It's fantastic. It's a way, way above normal. So my question is, did you have someone, a loved one or a family member who is very resilient? Is it just inbred into you or a combination of those or none of those things? I want to know, where did you get the resiliency and the gratitude? So the gratitude was not there at the time. I just grabbed the opportunity. I became grateful for the opportunity later on because it led to many other opportunities. Let me just make that clear. I didn't, I don't think I was in that mindset like, oh my God, thank you and I'll do that. No, I just needed something. But I'll tell you what was really exciting about this for me was I've always been um, considered or you know saw myself like as a winner. Like whatever I whatever I start, whatever I do, I just excel in it. I make sure that I excel, right? So when I lost my job and I realized that there won't be any other job because, you know, I'm going to have to go to an office and work, which was not going to be possible. So what is it something that I can do from home, right? So since this concept was so new at the time, and I am known to be, I'm going to call myself the black sheep of my family that I do things differently. Whoa, whoa. Now, <laughs> now you can't get away with throwing out a, a gem like that without diving into it. I want to see 
we'll get to the rest, but I want to know the person who is participating with me in the conversation. I don't even consider it an interview. I consider it a conversation. So I, speaking to you as someone who has also been considered the black sheep forever, I would <laughs> to unpack that and what, what sense were you considered the black sheep? Whatever you feel comfortable, share it now. Yeah, it's okay. What, what I mean by the black sheep is from my background, I'm a South Asian, I'm from Pakistan. In our families, back in the day, like women are just not supposed to excel in the work field or, and I'm not generalizing this for those, like I salute to you, you know, wherever you are, but that's just not a, that's just a, not a thing, you know, very uh, limited people or limited women, I should say, they just, you know, they just go make their way up, I'm going to say, right? I was just lucky enough, privileged, like I was privileged to the point of being spoiled. I come from a military background, so I saw my dad, you know, very, very disciplined, right? I saw him working hard, and I saw resiliency came from him. I guarantee you that nobody else, I've not seen a better like a more resilient person than him. So that obviously I inherited from him. I just saw him just work all the time. Just beautiful thing. Yeah. So that's where I got this from. The, the job thing, like I said, it was exciting because I was stepping into something new and I just wanted to start. Right. That's amazing. So that's so it. fantastic. You see that I'm very curious about the people who I'm interacting with and getting to know. And I really Oops, I don't know that happened. I, I, we're both having trouble with our I, I had the same thing, sorry. I thought I put it on do not disturb. It's on do not disturb, so I don't know how they're getting through. It's a scammer. Uh, they're trying to sell me what they're trying to sell me, telling me the IRS is after me. I've already done yeah, that. The IRS is after everybody, all they're, of us. <laughs> no, it's not real. It's a scam. But in any case, let's say, so um, you became a founding member of startups, Upwork and then Signified. I know what Upwork is. How did you go about becoming a founding member? Not just one of the people. How did you go about doing that? And what was your mindset going in? Because I'm assuming you didn't know anything about startups. So what was your mindset? This, is, this show is so much about mindset. What was your mindset not knowing, pardon me, your ass from your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't use technical vocabulary. I really love talking to people. And I really want to know, how did you, without knowing your ass from your elbow, go in to be a founding member of a startup? I did not know at that time. I did not. It was just, a, we were not told that this is Upwork. They were just looking for some people. And the job that I had for 33 cents, the next project, $1.50, the next project, like $3, $5, I think I went to $8 and then Upwork approached me uh, to hire me. At that time, I did not know, like it used to be Odesk, right? I did not know that these people who were contacting me are from Odesk. And so that just, because I, I kept having these um, reviews, right? Five-star reviews, she was great, all that. So I kind of was making my way out from 33 cents all the way to $8. And then they just hired me for their own, they just made me their own employee. 
And we were like 12 people at the time. Okay. Um, now you've also built two coaching businesses. When you build a coaching business, I know because I built my own and been going at it. Did you have a, a guide for doing that? Did someone say, here's how you build a coaching program? Did you have mentors? Did you, that's, was that another one you had to figure out on your own? I, I won't say I had to figure it out on my own, but I do want to say that I, if there's a competition of who has purchased the most courses, then I would top that. <laughs> so, yeah, you'd be, no, we're probably right, right neck and neck with each other. Okay. So yes, half of them were like how to create a course, how to be a coach or how to create your coaching program. Half of them. I'm not going to say like, that I started and then it just, you know, um, it just blew up. It didn't Two, I mean, I, I, I offered, I, ha I have four programs. I had four programs. Two of them did not even like kick off. Like it, it, they did not even launch it, like massive failures. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and there's so. your resilience. How, how you <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to shut up. Cause it seems like, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. So that, but it, it, I started that uh, as soon as pandemic started because that's when I thought that I need to have something that I could do from home. Um, I was doing Facebook advertising as a marketing agent, but then everybody, uh, I mean, nobody was thinking about running ads <laughs> at the time because we all thought the world was ending and that's it. So I lost all my clients. And then I just came up with, you know what? This is the best time I am home. I have the time. I'm, I'm not doing client's work. Let's start this. So that is. I, I would love to have you as my resilience coach. <laughs> Come on. Oh, believe me. I have my days. <laughs> me. Tell me you didn't have a little bit of period of time of being depressed and crying into your soup. All the time. I have, um, I have thought of quitting. I don't know how many times. I don't know. It, countless times. Um, but thank God. Um, so I mean, important. I've had very bad days, trust me. <laughs> so have I, this is so important to the salespeople listening to this because we, we have to endure so much. If you, I don't see it as rejection, but many people do. This okay. is a theme I keep coming back to with you because this is, so built two coaching programs. Do you mind if I ask what they were about? Yeah. One was for freelancing. Uh, when I started from 33 cents, I, that was all about that. I was teaching others how to start as a freelancer and how to have your own, you know, how to utilize your own skills, how to even identify your skills and then put them to work for you, you know, offer them as services. One was that, and the other one is uh, agency bosses, which is for um, marketing agency owners to scale, grow, start growing, scale their businesses. Okay, this is, I could, uh, I wanna, I could enjoy this personal conversation forever, but let's dive into some other things. So you are on a journey to be a guest on 100 podcasts. Of course, this is the best one ever <laughs> and invite them over to your new one. What is your, you have two podcasts. What are they? So there's, there's a story for this. I love stories. <laughs> there's a background. So what happened was, uh, gosh, this was like 2000 and I'm going to say 15. I wanted to, you know, start a YouTube channel. And um, I remember, and this goes even farther back when YouTube started, 
I remember. I asked my, I asked my son to create a video and upload it, and he just did that. Like he was this little kid. Hi guys, and do this, and then he just added music and removed his own voice. And it was just to, to it was something to do with you know um, fixing your laptop if it heats up or something like that. And then you know five years later, I realized that that got like millions and millions of views which gave me the idea that, you know what, I should probably start my own channel too. So then 2015, I said, I'm going to start, except that I just did not find myself to be confident enough in front of camera. Really? And yes, <laughs> that was me. And people who know me, they can say this, oh my God, my, my videos are so ugly. But anyway, um, what happened was I started... Um, and then I started with podcasts, thinking like, I don't have to show my face. I don't have to show my video. I'll just talk. Even that was hard. I was like overthinking it, hating my voice and editing it like way too much because I just hated it. I think, so, many people, forgive me, I think this is a good point. You bring up brilliant points, I think, without knowing it because they're so natural to you. So many people overthink, whether they're salespeople, influencers, whatever it is, they're overthinking the problem rather than diving in. Uh, one of my guests who's a magician said, fail fast, fail forward, learn your lessons, adjust and keep going. And it seems to me that's something that you have down. Absolutely, fail fast. I truly believe in that. I, the, the, the faster you fail, the, the closer you get to if there's a finish line, although I say, there is no finish line because it's a journey. It's, it doesn't end once you start. <laughs> Beautiful. These are so, these are, these are nuggets of gold. We could dive into the technical aspects of <laughs> what you do, but who gives a shit? <laughs> I like doing this. I like doing this because your, your warmth and your, your resilience and your love of what you're doing, I think is so attractive. People will go to you, we'll give out your site, and then they can find out the technical aspects of what, what Absolutely. you do. No one cares about that. They want to know get to know you as a, as a human. And oh, I, I, if you tell me you thought you were shitty on camera, I'll believe you, but you come across as completely natural and at ease. So after 200 you. episodes, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to I'm a camera <laughs> hog. I'm, that's I'm a what, camera hog. I love the camera, but that's, that's, that's what um, started this, that I was like, okay, let me do hundred episodes of podcast. And I did that and didn't stop. And then, uh, okay, let's do like 100 episodes. I even did radio shows just to kind of gain confidence. And, yeah, I, I thought I'll just choke, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> it was all up here. Listen. So um, that's how it all started. So my podcast name is um, Excel with No Sheen. That is the one that is tied to my freelancing coaching uh, business, right? And the the next one that I'm starting last uh, quarter of this year is going to be easy sales automation because that is what I that is what I built and that's like my baby. We'll get we'll get into some some yeah. of this about sales automation a little bit because this is so interesting. Let's talk about productivity. So if you could give just a couple of keys about being productive, what what would you say those are? Um, morning routine is very important. I kid you not, the day that I don't do my morning routine, I have the worst days. I don't get anything done. No matter, I may look busy that day too, but 
I'm just not there, you know? So morning routine is one and I do- Would you share of, just for a minute what your morning routine is? No, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, so what I do is uh, I, I wake up early. Uh, 5.30 is the latest oh, I wake up. Interview over, click, no, 5.30. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. And um, so I do meditate, I do pray, and then I um, exercise, start my, shakes and vitamins that I take up. I'm big on that too. And then uh, I have breakfast around eight and then start my day at nine. Me too. Morning routine is really important. So that's one key to productivity. Do you have another couple you can give us? Um, for just productivity, I'm going to say that if you're not a disciplined person um, and you're not organized, there's there's no way you're gonna just make it there it's just i'm just gonna be very blunt with you with listeners one not being organized and two not being disciplined because being organized meant oh my god i am not spending time on stuff just looking through stuff right stuff is organized for me it saves a I'm lot of show time. You my desk I, <laughs> I just made the decision to hire a professional organizer organizer who's also going to have to come in twice a month and make sure it stays organized because chaos is my middle name. Well, yeah. And then uh, the third the th third tip that I was going to say was like um, hire help, like ask, delegate. delegate. There's no way we're going to do, no matter, I mean, we don't have superpowers, but even if we did, we would not be able to do everything by ourselves anyway. Like it's just not possible. And it's taking away mental energy and which is what we need to save. Um, because if the mental bandwidth is not there, you're not making progress. That's it. You may look busy, but you're not making progress. I agree. There's a di difference between busyness and productivity. Those are there you go. Ones. There but you go. Let's talk about automation. Since this is your baby, this is your bread and butter. Tell us a little bit about what you mean about automation, its role in success, and, and what it is you offer in, in terms of that. So this started, I want to tell everybody that don't think of me as this IT tech guru with an IT degree and like a 30 year experience, not me. This is a, this is a person who is so non-technical. But what happened was that one of the, the coaching businesses that I was talking about that like failed massively, miserably, <laughs> it failed because of tech um, issues. And it was nobody that I knew who knew somebody could not fix it, no matter what it was. And to this day, it's not fixed. I just had to let it go. So then that just gave me an idea because I struggled. I, I put so much effort into that launch, right? Launch day comes and I'm like excited. The webinar is on and I have these people invited and nobody could access the link. <laughs> I mean, just having that kind of, you know, gathering that kind of energy and people on that day was just exhausting, let alone just having a massive failure. And I just said, I will get back to you. I'll, I'll fix this. Right. And the next two months I tried fixing it. It was unfixable. I mean, everybody thought this was a quick fix, but nobody could fix it. Um, so that is when I decided that, you know what, I'm going to solve this problem. So once you're in the problem solving <laughs> business, 
you know that it just never ends. You're constantly thinking like, so I was like, here I have this, this massive failure that I can learn from instead of having, and I call this as a duct taping your business together. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. It's a great metaphor. Duct tape means what? It's a great, I understand what you're talking about, but it's an amazing metaphor. Thank you. Thank you. So it means like you are duct taping multiple tools that you use for your business. For example, I'm sending invoice. So I log into one uh, um, app and then I send an invoice from there. If we are needing document signing, you know, then we have another app and we log in and we send that through that. Um, then we have our websites and we have our email autoresponders and we have our text messaging. I mean, and then we have our social media, just like 30 different channels that you need to be on or these 30 tools that we use in order to just run our business, right? And that is what I mean by when I say stop duct taping your business together because the, what I built after that, it just brings everything under one login, under one dashboard. That, are you, wait, wait, back up. So your claim is that you can take all these various different inputs and put it into one dashboard where you log in and you can manage it. I call bullshit because that is not possible. That's like telling me you met Bigfoot and went for a ride in your UFO. But if you actually tell me that's true, we won't get into the, that. I could see the value in that of how an entrepreneur particularly could use that. I could use it. We need to talk after the show about how you'll give me a free access. That's hypnosis. Trial. <laughs> free, sure, no, sure. free access forever. All right, so we've covered a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm gonna, you notice I skipped the interview questions. I can go into any of them. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying it. This is good. Uh, that's what I want because if my guest is enjoying it, then the audience is enjoying it and they'll continue to tune in and listen all the way through the episode. So is there anything else, any pearls of wisdom? I, I think the real value of this is just me and this, conversation this chat has been an insight into your ingenuity your resilience and your joy in stepping into challenges i think it goes beyond confidence there's a joy about you in in tackling the problems of life and the problems of business which i think is uh, immensely compelling and so anything you want to leave my audience with in terms of advice or Yes, I, um, I, it all, I, I, this is what I tell everybody. It all comes down to just three things, whether in life or in business. And whenever we feel stuck, either life or business, um, cause they're like, they affect each other like big time. <laughs> we know that. Um, so whenever we feel stuck, like, I don't know, my business not growing. I don't know. I'm not getting any sales. Or what is it? Like, how come so-and-so is making so much money doing this and I'm not and all that, right? I want you to pause, reflect for like two seconds and ask yourself in which of these three buckets that I'm about to tell you, does your problem fall into? And just take care of that. And I guarantee you, you're going to be unstuck right away. And that is going to be, it's going to be either your mindset that's stopping you from growing or from solving that problem, yep. it's going to be either a skill set. We're not uh, we're not born with all the skills, right? Nope. So if it's a skill you can learn, go ahead and learn, or hire somebody who has that skill. Simple, right? 
or the tool set. Maybe Mindset, skill set, tool set. Tool set, yes. So if maybe you're not using the latest tool set because you know things are things are being invented, you know, left and right and every day, and you may not have the latest one that has all the features that you need. So there you go. I mean, we use vacuum cleaners like the latest kind and the ones that self-clean and all that. Those are like tool sets that we use for our own convenience, right? It just solves a big problem for us. So think of everything like that. If it's your mindset that's stopping you, is it a skill set that you need to either learn or hire somebody, or maybe you need to get a tool set or create Fantastic. one. Fantastic. Sounds to me like you've got a revolutionary tool set that ADD, HD entrepreneurs <laughs> like, like me. I hope so. I hope so. So that's, that's what it was. The tool set is very, very crucial. Like, um, that's when I realized when I had this epic, <laughs> massive launch fail, that is what I was lacking. I did not have one. I did not have the skill set for that tool set. So that is what I ended up creating. Wow. Well, this has been a fantastic, fantastic show. You're so engaging Thank and you. so obviously brilliant and so human. Mm -hmm. Approachable. I, I would love to have you back on the show at some point. Thank you. It's an honor. I really appreciate this. <laughs> I don't know how much of an honor it is, but I'll take that. Uh, any compliment is welcome to me. My dear friends and have always told me I like to go on fishing expeditions for compliments. If people want to get in touch with you, if you have a gift or something that they would, some way they can stay in touch with you, what would that be? And we'll put it in the show notes as well. Sure. Right now, <laughs> excuse me sorry right now i am uh, accepting beta members for my tool set uh and then for that um to take advantage of that please go to easysalesautomation.com slash beta great and great we'll take care of you. great website easy sales automation it tells thank you exactly you. what you're getting so <laughs> thank you there did you come up with that name i did i did Super duper. It's a copywriter <laughs> for 30 years. I give you an A plus on that. All right, Michelle. Thank, thank you for being on the show. And uh, once again, I've loved this conversation. I hope you'll come back. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. It would, it would be my pleasure. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. See you on the next episode. The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411321. That's COMPEL to 411321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1-909-741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools and techniques so you can leapfrog over the pack at sales, influence, and persuasion. Remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one. We look forward to seeing you again on the Influencers Edge Show.